Today, today, um, it's very, very fun because I've been talking about Jericho today is my last sermon or, or, or the series on that, where I'll be saying the type of people that you, you must meet in Jericho, the type of people that you have must meet. And, and one of the people is what Sister Carolyn is talking about during the offering, because the Bible says in the book of, of Luke, I'll give it to you in a minute, where it says that there were some certain women. There were some certain women. There were some certain women um, uh, um, put for us Luke chapter 8 and verse 2. 8, chapter 8 and verse 2. Luke chapter 8 and verse 2. Luke chapter 8 and verse 2. And um, if, if, if you're there, this is what it says. Actually, um, uh, Stakaro, do you mind just reading that for us? Read for us, Luke chapter eight and verse two. Uh, Luke eight two, uh, New King James Version. It says, and certain women who had been healed with evil spirit from it is, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. And, and verse three? Um, as in the next the next verse right so i'll repeat and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities mary called magdalene out of whom had seven demons and jonah the wife of chusa herod steward and susanna and many others who provided for him from their substance yes who provided for him for their substance so in other words these were one of the strongest partners that um that jesus had in his ministry so so as we give today you know i'll, I'll be talking about that today and, and and thanks so much for, for for saying that but i really pray that in the work of the lord you there's some people that you have to meet in jericho if you have missed those series um, um you can go to our church whatsapp group and and it will be it will we'll be sharing a lot about them and, and there's, a, there's a giving link there at the moment. So please click there. If you give regularly, just give. But just be, the Bible says, these women had seen so much change in their life. And as, as a result of the, of, of the change they had seen, they, I like what it says, they gave out of their own resources to ensure that the message of the cross is spread. And I like that thing out of their own resources. So, so, so I pray that as God blesses you, you shall also continue supporting and ensuring that the work of the Lord is fulfilled. So, so that, is, that is what we are doing. So the, the details are on the chat screen there. If you need them, just there's a link that um, I sent earlier and Sister Carol has sent it again there. Just click that link. It will give you details of, of our giving. And if you need like personal details, maybe you're new here, and, and uh, it's your first time, also click that link. It will also give you details of how we can get to know you and just um, be with you during, um, so walk with you through, so during your journey in faith in the church. But I am so excited today. I'm so excited today because we began this um, journey three weeks ago and I was telling you about um, um, going to the next level. And, and I told you a story of how before 
Elisha got to his place of, of purpose, before Elisha got to his place of destiny, before Elisha got to his place where he, he functioned with the authority and the purposes of God, scripture tells us that he was able, um, Elijah, who was his main prophet, uh, took him through several cities or four cities. And, uh, and, and we learned out of those four cities, different cities has, had their own purposes. Because so the Bible says that the first city, let me just see if, 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 um, People remember this. I know I'll ask. This is the last time I'm asking that because I'm finishing that 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 series today. But what were the four cities that put your answer on the on on the chat? Please don't copy. You know, I'm I'm like that teacher in class. Say I'm watching you. Make sure you don't copy your neighbor. But just type down there the four cities, the four cities that Elisha was taken by Elijah before Elijah was taken up to heaven. Let us see. Um, uh, you may be a slow typer, but you know, just you know, even the tortoise entered Noah's ark. You understand what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you you must. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Just type, type there, type there. You know, there were four cities. Type there the four cities that Elisha was taken by Elijah before he went to the promised land. Everybody can do that. Just, just wherever you are, um, um, just, just do do that amen and amen and amen 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 somebody saying gilgil gilgil was not in the bible but maybe you meant gilgal so so god god is going to bless you god is going to bless you i like when i'm preaching i like having an interactive service i like having an interactive service because when you're having an interactive service you make sure that I'm not talking to you right now and then maybe you know you're thinking about the 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 dishes there no 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 you know we, we imagine you're in the house of the Lord, the dishes will remain in the cold. I'm talking to you and then you think, oh, by the way, did, did I remove, did, did I defreeze the, the chicken? Because we are soon, no, 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 you know, please, you know, <laughs> you know, just try and give me as much focus as possible if you can, you know, thank you so much for those who are still typing. Thank you so much. And, and uh, give as much, you know, this, the, the danger with this um, virtual church is that sometimes you can just put yourself on and then you go downstairs, maybe you hoover the house because your thinking is that the word of God will saturate in the atmosphere of your house. So you'll be okay. No, no, no. You know, the word of God has to dwell in you richly. Amen. So, so, so I, I want to just say that because today I really want us to, to I really, actually this message I'm going to preach today will really help you. You know, it really helped the way it has helped me. It will really help you because, as I said, the first time we spoke about the different cities that um, Elisha had to go through, and, and and we spoke about rightfully, we said he had to go to Gilgal, the place of separation. So before you move to your next level, you have to experience some form of separation. And then he was also taken to Bethel, which means the house of God. So before you move to the next level, your commitment and your involvement in the house of the Lord is critical and crucial. To, to be able to prepare you for the next uh, phase. So he was taken to, to first place was Gilgal, place of separation. Then he was taken to uh, Bethel. Bethel was the house of God. And the third place he was taken to was Jericho. And that's what I talk about. Jericho is a place where you exercise your faith. You exercise your faith. A place where your faith is tested. A place where you, you, you operate on pro uh, specific prophetic instructions and specific prophetic directions and uh, and that is Jericho and I even told you that the funny thing about Jericho is that 
um, the walls came, fell down in one day, right? But there was six days of preparation privately or secretly that culminated in the one day of victory. So you, you tend to do a lot privately so that it manifests publicly. I told you that in the book of Acts, the Bible says the apostles were hidden in the upper room until they... Okay, the the apostles were were hidden in the upper room, and uh, and they were in prayer in the upper room privately, and and the Bible says when the Holy Spirit came of, uh, came upon them, God revealed them publicly. You understand what I'm saying? So so um, and, and and so I told you that that Jericho is a place where you get specific in, uh, downloads that will allow your faith to function. And then when we were talking about this, I really felt that a lot of the people, normally I told you that um, that that when I'm preaching this message, I would have, I would have done a poll, you know, on, on, on Zoom and just ask for where they are. But when we did like a, like a random poll, we realized a lot of people are in Jericho, where there's some certain things you're believing God for, certain things you're trusting God for. And, and we gave you the tools uh, last weekend, and we told you that there is more. There is more because it is not just about conquering Jericho. We told you that that the instruction was very clear. He said, uh, Joshua, see. In other words, your only requirement is to see. See, I'm giving you Jericho today. And not only am I giving Jericho, I'm giving you the kings and the mighty men who serve the king. And I, and I explained to you, you know, all these are on, are on our YouTube channel and, uh, and, um, and you can go there and really process that message. So I told you that um, he was told that I'm giving you the possession of the kings. So in other words, I am giving you, when, when, you, when you conquer Jericho, don't just settle with that one bedroom house. Don't just settle with that um, uh, corner shop. Don't settle with that. He says, there is more. So he was told, I'm giving you also the king. The king is where decisions are made, is where determinations are made, is where policy is made. The, in, the, in the king is where, you know, the direction of the country is made. And I told you that believe God in your next journey, God to place you in strategic positions. And I spoke that over your life and I speak that again, may God align you in, in strategic positions, where decisions are made, where determinations are made, where you know what is going to happen before it comes out. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, you know you've got a clarity, and, and, and that is my prayer. My prayer tonight is that you, this morning, is that you will not be gotten by surprise. You know, when a promotion is coming to work, you, you already know you're going to be promoted, you know? So, so you, you're just, have you been in a place where you know something good has happened to you, but you're acting as though you don't know, so that when it's announced, you also act surprised as the others, but you already know that because you've got what is called inside information. And, and my prayer is that, you know, in Jericho, God positions you in a place where you've got inside information, a place where you're able to move in clarity of purpose, and you're able to move knowing that God has empowered you, God has caused you to to, to, to be effective in the king's place. And I pray that, you know, even for you, uh, uh, when you when you when you enter into the, in, into the king's palace, you're in a place where God also uses you to bring about influence and change. Somebody say 
amen. I know you, you, you're all on mute, but just if this is blessing you, please just type that word amen there so that I know that I'm not just talking to people who are, I, I don't feel like somebody reading the news. You know, you know, reading the news, you're just like, oh yeah, it's gonna rain today in London. No, 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 you know, please, you know, this is not a weather forecast. This is a, a place where the word of the Lord is being disseminated. So, so, and I told you that once you have been able to conquer the king, it is not enough just to conquer the king, but you also conquer the mighty men. That's what he was told. He was told that in Jericho, the, the victory is threefold. There is the king, there is the Jericho itself, there's the king and there's the mighty men and the mighty men who surround the king. I told you, these are the people who enforce what the king says. So in other words, these are the um, industry leaders. These are the um, um, people who are the CEOs. These are the people who maybe own Apple, Apple um, phones. These are the people who own the, the dairy, um, um, the food chains, the Tesco, the supermarkets. These are the people, these are the industry leaders. These are the people who own the places where they influence people. And, 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 and that is the thing that I told you that, that we should be able to believe. So today, I want to finish this message here and I pray that there will be time. There will be time just to be able to finish. I want to finish, but today you, you're gonna to be blessed, my, my brother and my sister. Today, even those of you who struggle to be blessed, today, I really feel that we are going to push you from the place of unblessability to the place of blessability, you know? So, so today we are going to pull you all to a place where this is going to bless you. If you can, this is just a favor I am asking. It is not compulsory or it's not a requirement, but if you can, uh, if you're able to put in your video, please do. It just encourages me to see uh, faces that I know because I could be talking here and then maybe this Zoom is being hijacked somewhere in Afghanistan. So I, I, I'm not even sure if they're understanding my English. So so, <laughs> so, so if, if you can, please put yourself on video where you can. If, if, if you can, it will be good. But if you can't, then that is okay by itself. So, so today, the title of my message is The People That I Must Meet in Jericho. You know, remember I told you that number one, you've already got access to the king. You've already got access to, the, to, the, to Jericho itself. You've got access to the leaders or the champions in uh, in uh, in uh, in the industry but now there's the common person who will be the people that you'll be interacting with in Jericho this is my last uh, um, uh, series on this and then next weekend I will be able to 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 say something else and then thank you so much for those who have who have put on the video your I, I I appreciate. It. I don't. I don't take that lightly. You know. I don't take that lightly. So I, I appreciate. It. It's good to see your faces. By the way, you know. So um. So these are the people that you've been interacting with on day-to-day -day basis. You know. So and and I really, really, really pray as we're in this journey of faith. You know, God will send these people your way. You know, God. So as I'm talking about these people, uh, uh, and 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 I really pray that these are the people that God will send your way because. In, in to conquer or to arrive in the destination that you need to go, you have to meet these people in your way. You have to, you know, even right now, you know, they could be here watching. Maybe right now, maybe maybe you don't even know because maybe you're just in a place where um, it, it could just take a phone call. It could just take just to even a WhatsApp message. And, and maybe something will be said that will minister to you. Today, there are some things that I would say here, maybe one or two things that I would say, that you, you will forget everything I said, but there's one thing that was said 
and that thing is able to push to the next level. Last weekend I preached, and as I was preaching, the Lord put a word and said, Raphael, tell them there is more, you know, there is more. So in everything we were saying, we 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 zoned in the fact that there is more. So a lot of people text me and say, you know, pastor, that message blessed me. Pastor, you don't know, it confirmed this. Oh my God, pastor, I needed to hear that. So that was not to kind of make me feel like a politician where people are, are, are bigging you up, no. It, it, was, it was to make me realize that that as we stand here, there is an instruction or there's some responsibility that God has given us over you to make sure that we give you the tools that will help you go to the next level. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us to gather here today one more time. I pray that, Lord, even as we speak your word today, bless your people, touch your people. I ask that, Lord, may I meet these people. May I meet these people in my journey of faith. Father, send them wherever they are, align them, cause things to happen so that I may meet them so that they will help me go to the next level in Jesus' name. Sister Giants and Sister Caroline, just prepare yourself. I will be asking you to, to read for us certain scriptures So so at some point. So um, the first scripture I want to read is, um, I'll start with Sister Caroline, um, the book of Jude chapter one and verse three. The first scripture we're going to read, remember we're talking about now you're in Jericho. How do you function in Jericho? Jericho is a place of faith. Jericho is a place where God has given you victory over the city. And now you're asking yourself, how do I operate? How do I function? What do I need to do? Or what is happening? What is going to be my day-to-day -day, um, life in Jericho? So Caroline, read for us the book of First uh, Jude, Jude chapter 1 and verse 3. Jude has only got one chapter. It is the second last book in the Bible, the book before Revelation. I'll just help you with that. The book before generation, the book before Revelation. So Caroline, have you found it? Yes, um, so Jude 1, um, 3, uh, the Bible, uh, New King James Version, the Bible says, Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. Yes, yes, yes. Dear friends, although I was eager to write to you about life. I was eager to write to you about the blessings in Jericho. I was eager to write to you about what is happening in my life. I was eager to write to you about uh, my kids, my family. I was eager to write to you about my job, my promotion, my career. I was eager to write to you about things that we share, you know, the common things that we share. I was eager to write to you about things that um, um, both of us, you know, would love to talk about. I felt that there was a need to redirect you or to reprogram you once we are in Jericho. I felt that, yes, we are in Jericho, we're in a place of victory, we're in a place of battle, but I felt there was a need for me to, to sensitize you on the times we are in. I felt that I needed to write to you, to urge you, to, to encourage you that now that you're in Jericho, you need to contend for the faith. You need to contend simply means that you need to stubbornly take your ground. You need to realize that when you're in, in a place where uh, faith is being spoken, your faith will be tested. So you need to come to a place where you, you defend the faith. You need to come to a place where you speak boldly about your faith. You need to come to a place where you realize that I need to protect the faith I have. I need to be able to plug in and courage. I need to come to a place where my faith speaks for me. 
it is in other words i'm saying don't be um, um, uh, complacent is that the word don't be don't just take things casually you know yes jericho has fallen down yes you've got a job yes you're, you're in the you're in those positions but you need to realize that it has to be defended it has to be defended i read something today on the news that really broke my heart it broke my heart because the the americans and the british have withdrawn their troops or have been withdrawing their troops from afghanistan and then i read today that the people that they had defeated years ago the reason why they went to that place the people now are now coming back they have regrouped to want to take over the city so what he was saying is that don't be content with the testimonies you have don't be content with the small breakthroughs that you have. don't be content that now you've got a new job or now you're married or now you've got a home it is not enough for that he was saying you have to contend for the faith and, and listen to this remember i told you that that it, we are talking about the people that you have to meet in jericho or the people that god has to send your way in your lifetime so he says you need to contend for the faith that was once entrusted to the saints so you see my my punchline today is the saints so who were these people that they're calling the saints you know who are these people who are these people that that he was trying to remind them that you know what go and study so th this particular <laughs> this particular scripture is yes the book of jude is only one chapter but the truth of the matter is that you can actually break that one line and create 20 chapters because he was saying that you need to go and contend for the faith that was once entrusted to the saints so he was talking to him because possibly they had had a discussion about the saints so it's like me telling you whoa remember when we used to study at we used to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and then in those days we used to have a water bucket so that we don't sleep we then put our feet inside the bucket so that you, you your concentration is a lot you know <laughs> you know for our children right now if you tell them those things they're like ah yeah why why, why are we wasting water what was the bucket for you know or they ask you daddy what is a bucket because maybe the, maybe they don't know what a bucket is here yeah, but for some of us we had to wake up early in the morning so he was talking to people who they had a rapport with they had some form of fellowship maybe they sat down uh, studying the lives of the of the saints and and desiring to be to also leave an example or leave a legacy like the one that was left for the saints are, are we together so far you know and 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 the bible says that now he was telling he was saying that you know guys we need to go back to the saints and now because of time i just decided just to take a few people that we're going to talk about here and these are the people that brothers and sisters you have to ask god while you're in your jericho that these are the people who should be like your example or the people who you need to ask god send these people my way for the next level i'm going i need to see these people so who are these people who talk about the saints i'll just talk to you about a few of them and 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 one of them that i really 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 like talking about that that really blesses me is what sister carol was talking about earlier you know in the book of luke what sister carol said earlier he says he talks about luke chapter 8 and verse 2 it says um as well as all the women who have been cured of evil spirits and family 
Mary Magdalene, whom seven demons had gone out of. This might, I mean, this does not scare you, but I pray in your journey, God sends for you a Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene is somebody who was, who was if, if you study about her, she was, <laughs> she was a woman who, who was filled with a very dark past, you know? She was a woman who the Bible says had seven demons, or she was under demonic influence. She was a woman who was, you know, when you're under demonic influence, you speak nonsensically, number one. So in other words, the things that you say don't make sense, you know? Um, um, <laughs> the Bible says in the book of John, don't, don't open this now, but it says the book, in the book of John 8, um, 43, 49 to 53, the Jews could not comprehend what Jesus was saying. They accused him of having a demon, you know? So, so in other words, when, 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 when somebody who they, somebody who was gonna, Jesus never had a demon, but, but somebody who is demon possessed, somebody who, what you say is like gibberish, you know? Or you're not in the same frequency. And then, and then <laughs> the Bible says of Mary Magdalene, when she had the encounter with Jesus. In fact, let me, let me even go a bit deeper on this. Mary Magdalene, different theologians have tried to draw a picture about her life. She was known to be somebody who was promiscuous or an adulterous person. In, a, in our country, you know, in our country, or oh, for those of you who, who like Shakespeare, you know, she, okay, she was, a, she was like a prostitute. She was somebody who was very, had, had loose morals. But, but, um, but in our country, we don't go into those explanations or, or those. We just say in our country, where I come from, can we say she's a woman who knew much, you know? She knew a lot, you know? <laughs> you know, she knew, if somebody says that one knows a lot, then, then that already draws the picture. You know, she was a woman who knew a lot, but because of the grace of God, her life was completely transformed. In your Jericho, ask God to allow you to meet people who you can see that the grace of God has touched them. So the first person who Jude was saying, contend for the faith, as, as contend for the faith, like the ones that was entrusted to the saints. A good example in my study was Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was somebody who knew much, but the Bible says when Jesus died in the book of John, I believe chapter 20, it says when Jesus was put in the, in the tomb, while it was still dark in the, while it was still dark or while early in the morning she left her house and the Bible says she ran by the, by the tomb. Why? Because she, Jesus had said that after the third day, I am going to resurrect. You need to meet people who have got the boldness in your Jericho to stand on the word of God, to say that whatever happens, he said it and I believe it. And those kind of people can also infuse or they can also impact the bulldog kind of faith in you, saying that you may be down now, but the word of God said this year is your year of lifting. You may be low, but you need to meet a bulldog Mary Magdalene faith who tells you, my sister, you are going to come higher. You need to meet somebody who says that right now you may be broke like a church mouse, as they say. <laughs> I don't know about that. But a time is coming where you will be wealthy. Your name will be high. You may be sick 
in bed. But you need to meet a Mary Magdalene who says, who tells you, rise up early in the morning. God said that you, that 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 you are healed. His word says that that he came to give us life and life abundance. So you need to meet someone who tells you that it is your portion to walk in abundant life. If, if this is making sense to you, feel free to type amen. Amen simply amen. means so be it. It means that according to the word of God, it will be unto me. You need to meet a Mary Magdalene, who the Bible says, early in the morning she was running. It is kinda unusual, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I had time to talk about that. That's a message on its own. The woman left her house early in the morning, the Bible says in the book of John, while it was still dark. And the Bible says she ran to the tomb looking for Jesus. And scripture goes on to say that when she went to the tomb, the, the disciples of the leaders of the people who were supposed to represent the church were not there. That tells me that God is not a respecter of person. Could it be that, that, that the person who God is aligning your way, in your mind, you've already pictured somebody, but God is saying, no, 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 no. The person who has got your breakthrough is this Mary Magdalene. I pray that by the grace of God, that God sends to you a Mary Magdalene. Who the Bible says when she went there, she was the first one to go to the tomb. When she went there, she found that Jesus was not there. And the Bible says that the, the stone was rolled away and the angel told her that the person you're looking for is not here. But scripture says she, she ran and told the disciples that, hey guys, you know, listen, watch this, by the way, this is something I've just got now. She was not satisfied. No, she could have been satisfied when she went to the tomb and see that, hey, Jesus is not here. He's, he's risen again. No, 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 that is not the Mary Magdalene. Because Jesus said that I will appear after, to you after three days. She left her house in the morning saying that I am going back to my place because, no, I'm going back to my house after I have seen him. Oh, you know, for those of you who may be slain right now, just, just stand up right now, we continue the service, you know, because this is too powerful. You may be slain, just, just wake up and, and just let's continue, you know. You need to meet somebody who is not afraid to stand on the word of the Lord. That is what Jude was, Jude was told them that, you know what, you need to contend for the faith as was entrusted to the saints. In your Jericho brothers and sisters, these are the people you need to meet. And the Bible says this, it says, just to move to the next pastor, it says that when Jesus appeared, no, it says, no, Mary went back and told the guys, come to the tomb, the tomb is empty. And the Bible says they all ran to the tomb, including Peter, who had betrayed him. That's a, that's a someone I, I, I need to put some other time. But when he came to that place, the Bible says, Carol, time get to that scripture. I think it's the book of John chapter 20. It, it says that when they, when they came to the tomb, scripture says they looked and they realized that Jesus was not there. And I like Mary Magdalene. Father, send for me this Mary Magdalene. Because the Bible says the other disciples went back to their homes. Ah, 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 ah. But Mary Magdalene, watch this, stayed a little longer. Brothers and sisters in your Jericho, you need to meet people who are very passionate, who stand on their faith, who are not intimidated. The Bible says she stayed a little longer while other people were going back, while other people are giving up. In your Jericho, ask God to send people, you know, people who have been through a lot. They have been through loss in their family. They have been auctioned. They have gone through problems. Their name has been, has been scandalized. 
They, have, they know what rejection is. People have said bad things about them. They have made certain mistakes and those mistakes have been amplified. But despite that, they are still moving on. Pray this after me. Say in the name of Jesus. Send me, send me, send me Mary Magdalene in my Jericho. Send me. Send me people who will push me. Send me people who will encourage me. Send me people who, when they're put down, they still rise up. Send me people who will not settle for no for an answer. Send me those people in, in church, you know. Those people who, even when it's raining, they go for evangelism. Oh, my God, you know. Those people who, even when, when people are spitting on them, shouting at them, they still rise up and do the things. I think I've already spoken a lot about that. So the, the first kind of people that God needs to send to you is those people who push your faith. Those people who have got bulldog faith. Those who don't give up. Those who say, God, I am, I am, I am here till the end. I am here. I am here. I am not going to be... I am not going to be put down. Now, the second people you need to meet, write this down, are the encouragers. Are the encouragers. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 11 and verse 24. Carol, just type that down. Acts chapter 11 24. It says, for Barnabas was a good man. Amplified said, privately and publicly. His godly character benefited both himself and others. He was full of the Holy Ghost and faith. So you need to meet, in fact, Barnabas means the encourager, you know? So in your journey in Jericho, ask God, send me a Barnabas. Send me somebody who when I'm low, say, no, 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 Sister Cara, wake up, let's go, you know? Oh, oh, Brother Eric, no, 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 they, they may have said no, but God says yes, you know? Um, 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 an encourager is somebody who when you're low, when, when you see their phone call, you know it is something good coming away. You know, there's some people who when they call you, you're like, hey, yeah, 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 wahala. Maybe I'll, I'll pick up the call later. But there's some people who call you, like, oh, let me hear what they're saying. May you be that person who, when, some, when somebody calls you, like, whoa, 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 they, they, they don't know it. Is, they just know it is good, you know? <laughs> Actually, here is where I would have just said, let's just mute our video for a minute as I give this, so, so that you don't think I'm looking at you. Because, you know, in Zoom right now, I'm looking at everybody. So someone say, hey, pastor, you know? Are you looking at me? No, I'm not. No, but we pray that God sends people your way. So, so the ones that will encourage you, people who will come with timely words, people who will tell you something and then you're like, wow, 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 I needed to hear that. Somebody who will tell you, no, 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 pastor. I, I, you see, that's why we come to church. We come to church so that we can be able to, to speak the word of God. But in addition to that, in your workplace, you need someone to say, oh, don't worry. You never met your targets. You know, me as the pastor, I'm, I don't even know what you do. I cannot come and tell you, oh, your target is to, is to provide housing, you know? I pray the houses will be available. I don't know how your system works, you know? <laughs> so, but you need somebody in the office who can say, no, 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 pray, tweak this, do this, and then the sales will come, you know? I don't know what, maybe some of you are, are, are chefs, you know? If, if, if you tell me that, Raphael, pray for me that I succeed as a chef. What I'll pray, I'll say, God, may their food make people satisfied. May their food have nutrients, but you see, that is what I'll say out of my ignorance. But you, meet, you need to meet a fellow chef who will tell you if you reduce the potatoes here, if you increase the vegetables, if you do. So people who can have a strategic mindset to take you where you're going. Somebody type there, I hear you. Type there, I hear you. I hear you. If you're hearing what I'm saying, pray that God will send people who will come to your way, who will help you, you know? I pray and receive this even as you type it, that may God send for you somebody who, who will be an encourage, a Barnabas. Because I began with this particular scripture, it was told, contend for the faith that was once and first. Why was he saying that? He was saying that because in your journey, 
your faith will be tested. In Jericho, your faith will be tested. Oh, my day. What are you saying? You get married. We throw for you flowers. We say the keyboard sings. Here comes the bride. Things seem to be very exciting. You know, we, uh, we come, we eat, we dance. You know, before the, um, your, your first Sunday in church uh, or, or after the honeymoon, you come and say, hey, guys, um, um, meet my bride. You know, after two weeks, you know, um, me and my bride, when I talk to you, it's like me and my honey, you know, me and my, whatever you call them, me and my uh, uh, hubby, you know, me and Bay. Nowadays, they've got different names, you know. After two years, you come to the service. I, I say, how are you? Praise the Lord. You say, um, are you alone? You say, yeah, yeah. Me and the, the other one, she sat at the back, you know, or, or she's somewhere over there, you know, because, <laughs> because it actually means now in your Jericho, you have, you have been through life and life can come to a place where you get tested. You get, so that's what this guy was saying. He was saying that, that contend for this faith because you will experience things that will challenge your faith. So you, in, 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 in that regard, you need to meet a Barnabas. Acts chapter 11, verse 24. That's what I say. Now, the next kind of person we need to meet, and this one here, I really want somebody to read this for us. Sister, you need to meet the hand lifters, you know? The people who will do for you the heavy lifting, you know? The people who will be able to help you the people who will be who God will bring you away, who will be able to make the work lighter. Are you even in your career, even in the place of work? Pray that God send me team members who will make my work easy. You know, um, I'm not going to um, complain much, but one of the things that I thank of Pastor Tony is that he didn't call me in the morning. Say, is the is the message ready? Okay, uh, Pastor, have you got the points? Yeah. Did you read the Bible? Okay, you know. Do you know what you're going to say? Did, did, did you did you practice the the point? No, no, no. Pastor Tony said, you know, Raphael, you know, I'm going to be away for, and I'm and I'm and I'm not saying this in a way to to lift myself. I'm just saying this so you can get the picture, you know. So you need people who you know that when you're not there, the job can be done. Now the question is, if you're not there, can the is there somebody you have who can make the job? Who can get the job? Or when you come, you'll just be praying. And say, Pastor, I left uh, my sister at home. Please pray, help me in prayer that when I come, my TV will not be broken. Help me that when I come, the, the food will not rot. Yeah, I mean, those kind of things. So you need to, my point here is that you need to have people who lift you up. So James, read for us the book of Exodus chapter 17. Read from verse 12 and 13. Read it boldly. Read it the way you tell a story before people sleep. But obviously, here yeah, they wake up. Exodus chapter 17, verse 12 and 13. Okay. Exodus 17, 12 and 13. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. He says, when Moses' arms grow weary or tired. Brothers and sisters, 
in Jericho, your hands will go down. I'm telling you the truth. You come to a place where your faith will be tested. You come to a place where you feel like giving up. Moses was somebody who saw God face to face, was somebody who operated an, on a very powerful uh, dispensation with, with God. And the Bible says in his journey, his hands, you see, God gave him the assignment. Maybe some of you are saying, you know, God, God would have just made it easy. No, God also allows you to be in a place where you exercise your faith. When his hands were tired, the Bible says God sent Joshua and her. Those are the other people you need to meet. God, as I say this, say, God, send me a Joshua and her in my Jericho. Send me. Send me somebody when I'm tired. They'll not start saying, oh, pastor, I thought you should pray. You know, increase your faith. No, no, no. They just come and get the job done. Because the Bible says, he says, when he grew tired, they brought and held his hands. As a church, as a church, God has sent you to hold this vision. And this is really, really powerful because I need to say so, so you can get it because it's a very prophetic word going out there. As a church, you are the Joshua and her. We are helping Pastor Tony achieve what God has said about New York Church. And let me tell you something, by the way. Sometimes it can get tired. I'll tell you the truth. Sometimes you come to church, in fact, when we began the chat, we would have left it, we would have given up a long time because sometimes you come, there are only two or three people. You say, God, you gave me a vision of multitude. But when your hands grow tired, you need somebody to come and say, Pastor, we are here till the end. Pastor, we are going to put, when, when you're going through persecution, you say, Pastor, we are here till the end. You know? And sometimes in a church, I'll be vulnerable to tell you that, that, that uh, um, a certain apostle said that a church is like a bus. When you go to the bus stop, some come in and some go out. So it's like a journey. But the truth is that there are some bus stops where <laughs> I, I, I felt like crying when I saw some of the passengers who were there. I, I knew that this is not your stop. But I feel like I said, just come back. It's not your stop. But, but, but they dropped. You know? And we prayed for them. We say, God bless you in your journey. It's very painful because some people you see potential. You see, they have not finished what they've been called to do. They have not finished what God has put in them, but they want to drop prematurely. But in a bus, you can't hold people. So sometimes me and Pastor Tony and leadership, we, we have, it has been very, our hands have grown tired. Pastor, have you wanted to give up? Yes, I've wanted to give up very many times. But God has sent people to lift our hands. In fact, the Bible says, as long as their hands were lifted up, they prevailed. But Sister, Sister Giants has read something very powerful. It says, in this way, Giants, I love this translation that I'm going to read for you. It says, when Moses' arms grew tired, Aaron and her brought a stone for him to sit while they, they stood beside him. They, they not only brought a stone, but they stood beside him. You know, this is a message by itself. They stood beside and held his arms, held his arm financially, held his arm in, in the place of prayer. Held, in, held his arms in a place where we, we, we consolidated a positive report. And the Bible says, until the sun went down. And then I love verse 13. My God, I feel, this is where I just feel like dancing and I feel like jumping, jumping a bit. It says, in this way, in other words, using that formula. Oh my God, you know, those who have fallen down under the anointing, please rise up again. Let's continue this message. You know, it says, Using this formula, you know, in this way, in other words, applying the principles of holding the vision. 
the Bible says Joshua totally defeated the Amalekites. My God. Totally. Not, not partially. Not haphazardly. Not here and there. Not pockets of victory. It, the Amalekites were completely vanquished. If you believe that, just put that amen, you know? Or, or, or even if you're slain, just say right now, I'm, I'm on the floor now, pastor. When I wake up, I'll, I'll continue my amen because this is really powerful. When you deploy that formula of holding, so Father, send people in New York. So when you're praying for the church, every week say, God, send me a Joshua and Hart. Let those be the members who say, Pastor, what can I do? What is not happening? What time is the, is the, is the prayer meeting before the service? You see, like now, Sister Jillian leads the prayer. And, and, and this was also inspired today because when I, was, when, I, when I connected her in, and I thought to myself, she didn't have to come at 11.30. She didn't have to come at 11.30, you know? She didn't have to come. She didn't have to come at 11, but she said, you know what? Let me come and lift this, this house in the place of prayer. What area can you, as a member watching me or viewer watching me, can you say that, you know what? I want to lift this vision. I want to lift this vision financially. Maybe God has blessed you in that area. The book of Acts says that there are some people who are gifted differently. There are some who their work was just to give financially. That's a message for another time. There are some people who you're just called in the ministry of prayer, where yours is just to intercede. You know, and I'm getting, and I'm going there, you know. But it says for Joshua and Ah, them they were called, they were called in the engine. They were the guys who made the engine work. And in a ministry, I confess to you. Those are the people sometimes who are very vital when the storms come. Because watch this, the Bible says this. It says, this is very powerful, I'm going to tell you. It says there was some times that the hand of Moses went down. And when the hands went down, the Bible says the Amalekites prevailed. So could it be that for us to completely walk in a place of, this is really powerful, Sister Cecilia. Could it be for us to walk in a place of victory? We need to come to a certain realization that my input as a Zoom member, my input as a member watching, as a YouTube person is required so that new hope can be, our, our, our vision is a spiritual home for all. Could it be that I also need to give myself because the vision can be tiring. Right now we are about to go to our our in-person meeting. We have been in Zoom for a long time, you know? We have, pro a lot of people have been programmed to this kind of uh, environment where you just wake up right now. In fact, for some of you, I'll not even ask you to stand up because maybe for some of you, you've just got something that just covers you on the screen, you know? If I say, stand up and shout hallelujah. No, 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 that, that, that can be disastrous. <laughs> Please don't stand up, just, just sit down, you know? For some of you, it has been very easy because you, it does not even require makeup. You just come and just wash your face and then boom, you, you, you say no video, you know? Today it is, no, and, and by the way, let me, let me put a disclaimer. I'm not saying those who are not on video are, are the ones who just, I'm not saying that. What, what I'm saying is this Zoom size, <laughs> this Zoom chat has introduced to us certain habits that we never had. Ah, let me just confront it right now. Certain habits that we never had, that when we are going to the in-person service, me and Pastor Tony have to work very hard. 
because we know it will be a struggle to pull you out of that bed that you wake up at 11, 11, 28. I say, oh yeah, 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 it's seven. Then you just, you know, it will be hard. <laughs> oh my God, it will be very hard. Me and Pastor Tony, we, we, in fact, <laughs> we will be your Joshua and her because we'll need to come and pull you up. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> We will need to come and uproot you from your bed and take you to the train station. You know, some of you will need to shake you up and just say, hey, no, leave your bed. Because even as I speak to you right now, you know, I'm not going to ask you to open the video right now. Please don't. Some of you are in what is called bedside Baptist church. That means that you are receiving this word in your under your duvet, you're covered, maybe you're, you know, but when we go back to the in-service, in-person service, we will need to correct a few things. So we, we need you to realize that, in fact, me and Pastor Tony were talking about this and saying, he was telling me, Rafa, this is going to be a bit of a challenge. And I agree with him. Because when we go to the in-person, you see, we are preparing ourselves because we know it will be a struggle. But I know by the grace of God, God will call you and I to be a Joshua and her. People who will make sure that the word of God is spoken with clarity, we will make sure that the work is being done. I'm telling you, I know what I'm telling you because I've been here. Pastor, what are you saying? I've been here sometimes when I, I feel as though, you know what? I thank God, I'm like, God, thank you for Zoom. Bless Mr. Zoom. Mr. Zoom, wherever you are, because it is very easy to have, but when now you're called to the crooks of the matter, you cannot do evangelism effectively on Zoom. Come on, you can't, you know? You, we need to go out there and tell people, by the way, you know, this is how things are being done. So I am looking forward to be able to encourage you for us to go back. We are soon going back to church. And I know it will be a struggle. And I know it will be a, I know it will be a struggle. But you need a Joshua and her. People who will come and help you realize that the vision has to be completed in your workplace, in whatever you do. So my question here for you is that, are you going to be that Joshua and her? This is not supposed to be a message of condemnation, but a message of love, you know? Zoom is very nice. In Zoom, you can, you can eat lunch while you're here in the service. In Zoom, you can right now just put yourself on mute right now and, 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 and wobble that ice cream, you know? <laughs> But you know, you cannot do that when, when we meet in the, in the service. So very soon we are going back to the service, ladies and gentlemen. We are going back to the, to, to the main service, you know. So, so a, lot of, a lot will be required of us to reprogram, to reprogram us in a, in a way that we need to, to, to go where we're going. So the types of people that you have to meet, you must meet. You have to meet the encouragers, as I said that. That is Barnabas, Acts chapter 11, verse 24. People who will encourage you, people who will tell you when you are low, they'll lift you up. People who, when you are down, they will, they will make jokes that will excite you. People who you can just talk to freely, people who can uplift you. And I say that you, you also have to, in, in, in your place of victory, you have to meet the hand lifters, as I said. These ones are the Joshua and her, people who will help you. Because the Bible says, I like what it says as I, as I move on, it says, as long as the hands were lifted in the book of Exodus 17, they, they, the Israel prevailed. But I like what it says. It says, when they deployed this, and I'm repeating myself, Joshua totally defeated the Amalekites. Totally, not partially. There are some certain victories that you have to get people who help you totally 
experience victory. And then number number four, you need to meet destiny helper. Number four, number five, I don't know what number it is. Destiny helper. These are people whose, whose shoulders you'll be riding on to see that your dream is accomplished. In your Jericho, in your place of victory, say, God, help, send me destiny helpers. These are people who motivate you to aspire. They say, you know what? You can still sing. You know, I used to be in church where people say, you know, oh, please don't mind the voice. Just listen to the words. Sometimes I feel like saying, hey, my sister, just get, type for me the song because uh, if you want me to listen to the words, then why come there and, and just, you know? No, so sometimes you need people who can say, don't worry. Even if your voice is not 100%, you just go there. You can do it, you know? Maybe you're, you're starting a business. Someone say, no, 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 you can do it. Maybe everybody in your family uh, um, 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 has failed on one thing, but that does not mean that even you, you fail. Let me stop on that. That does not mean, you know, if that is what they did, that is not your portion. That is not your book. So you need people who will, who will come and tell you, by the way, you know, learn from me. The, the, these are people who position you and they make it to, to actually see yourself in a way that you've not seen yourself. Say, yes, you may have fallen down, but rise up. Yes, you may have sinned, but it's time to rise up. Somebody say, I'm rising up. Yes, you may have, you may have missed the mark, but they will encourage you and say, no, 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 no. You know what? Come, there is still more. Last week I preached to you a very powerful message that there is more. People will tell you there is more. Yes, I may have come here and then maybe my presentation was not the best, but they will tell you, no, 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 no. Don't worry. You know, you, the Bible says, though a righteous man will fall seven times, they will still rise up. So I'm here to tell you that you will still rise up. Ask God, God, send me people who will, who will, who will be my destiny helpers, people who will speak good of me, people who will make me see things the way I need to see. People will tell me that, Raphael, you will rise up. Raphael, you're not going down, you will rise up. Try what you're doing, try it again. You know, I have some people in, in my life when I'm, when, before I begin something, I, I call them and say, you know what, I'm planning to do this. You know, um, they'll say, Raphael, you can do it. Wow, you've done this. Wow, well done. You know, even though there's some mistakes, I'm say, no, 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 no. You know, don't worry, correct this. Push it forward. Somebody say, I hear you. Type, I hear you. Type, I hear you. Type, I hear you. You know, with, with, with Zoom chat, since we're all on mute, you know, uh, um, our typing skills come, come in handy, you know. So that is your amen. Those who are putting in, in, in capital, it means that they are shouting, I hear you. And, and even me, I shout back, I say, amen. Those who are just, you know, scribble, scribble is fine. But, you know, wherever you are, whatever level you are, I love you just as you are, amen. <laughs> so, 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 sometime, I told you again that now the other group of people you need to meet in Jericho, yeah, the people you need to meet in Jericho are the prayer conquerors or the prayer warriors. Sister Carol, read for us the book of Acts, chapter twelve and verse twelve. Acts chapter twelve. Ah, this message is really blessing me. Acts chapter twelve and verse twelve. Acts chapter 12 and verse 12. Unmute yourself. Yeah. So Acts uh, 12, uh, verse 12, uh, New King James Version. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose son was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Yes, you know. This is the story of Peter, when Peter was in a very difficult position. I tell you what, 
in your journey or in your Jericho or in your place of destiny, there will be some times where life will be very difficult. There will be moments where, brothers and sisters, you'll be pushed, you'll be tested. Things will be thrown your way. There will be different curveballs. There will be different things that will come to interfere with where you're going. And, and the Bible says in this particular context, Peter was kept in prison. Uh, James was already killed. Now Peter was next in line. And the Bible says it was in that season, the book of Acts 12, where Herod decided to harass those who were in the church. So that tells me that in your Christian journey or in your Jericho, there will be seasons, watch this, where the enemy will be, will be assigned to harass you. There will be seasons where you'll be tested. There will be seasons where things that are close to you will not make sense. Because it says James had just that. James was one of the apostles. James was, was Herod took him. And the, and the Bible says Herod saw that it pleased the Jews. And when it pleased the Jews, he then went for Peter. In other words, he intensified the fire. There will be some times when the enemy will intensify the fire for you. But watch this. The Bible says the church met in prayer. But this is what I want you to watch this. Number um, it says, Acts chapter 12, verse 12, it says, and, and he, when he had considered this thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose son name was Mark, where they were praying. Brothers and sisters, you need a Mary, the mother of Mark. <coughs> sorry, the mother of John. You need a Mary, the mother of John. You need somebody who you know will be interceding for you. You need somebody who you know has got your back spiritually. You need a Mary, the mother of John, who was there, told people, come to my house. You know, Peter has been kept in prison. Let a, in fact, the Bible says prayer was made. You need somebody who can create an environment where prayer can be made because you will need prayer in your journey. You will need people to pray for you. You know, it is, and thank God this is a place where we pray. Thank God this is a place where we know, but in your place of work, you need somebody who you know can cover your back. When a mistake goes wrong, they'll come and tell you, hey, by the way, this has gone wrong, but this is how we can fix it. You need, you need somebody who you know who can mentor you. You need somebody who can be able to hold your hands, who, can, who has been to, who, or watch this. You need somebody who has got the spiritual password to unlock you in your place of difficulty. Wow, that is really powerful. If you are slain, please stand up. Let us continue with, with the sermon. You need somebody who can be able to lift you. Somebody who can say, okay, in the natural, this is what's happening. But let us now deploy what we know in the spiritual. My God. And that is where Mary, in fact, this is one of the first times where you don't even hear much of, it says Mary, the mother of John, created an environment for them to come and pray. So I want to dare you today that in your journey, say, God, send me a Mary, the mother of John. Send me people, surround me with people who I know when Herod is about to destroy me. I know when I'm in a season of great difficulty. I know when I'm, when I'm in a season of great confusion. I know when I'm low. I know when things are not making sense. There are people who will gather around me in prayer. And what I liked about this, watch this as well, is that Peter was not there. And then number two, Peter did not send a chain prayer. Say, guys, pray for me. No, no, no. These are people who realize that, hey, the way things are going here, they designed, let us pray for them. You need to get friends who will pray for you even, even without you telling them that they'll pray for you. Has somebody ever called you and say, but you know, I was actually thinking about you. I was praying for you. You need people who will be able to design the, watch this, the atmosphere. I'm saying a lot of watch this out, please. I'm saying watch this. Actually, you know, maybe you need to watch this. 
You need people who can be able to design the kind of difficulty you're going through and they realize that, you know what, there's a password. Let us go and mine the password. Let us go and make, let us go and believe God that the purposes of God will be achieved in Jesus' name. I'm about to close this meeting, by the way. I know I can go on and on our, our, just to bring our viewers back to where we began. We began in the book of Jude 1.3, where Jude said, Dear friends, although I was eager to write to you about the salvation we share, in other words, the commonalities of the things we do, I felt I had to urge you or I had to urge you to contend or to stand your ground for the faith that was once entrusted to the saints. So my preaching today is entrusted to the saints, you know? So I'm talking about the, who are these saints? How did they live their life? So one of them, as I told you, is Mary, the mother of John, who created an environment where people can come and pray. And the Bible says, when prayer was made, when prayer was made, an angel was, there was what is called an angelic reinforcement that was triggered because Mary, the mother of John, created an environment where they can unlock the password and God sent an angel and the angel released Peter. Brothers and sisters, I pray that God will send you away people who will cover you in prayer. Obviously, as a church, we cover you in prayer. But God will send people who will be, who will be so beneficial to you in the name of Jesus. Is this blessing you? If it's blessing you, just let me know. Maybe just, uh, just type amen or just type something there if it is blessing you. Because I, I am about to end, but I really want to end on a high note. Actually, there, I don't know if time will allow me to do this. Um, um, let me move very quickly because there, there are, I've got three more. You need to meet, some of you might not like this, this one, the next type of people that I'm going to say, but you know what? I need to say it because if I don't say it, you may miss out on blessings. And I know, Sister Sherry, believe me, people will not, the amens at this next person will be very low. This, in fact, will be the lowest amens I will get when I talk about the kind of people that you must meet in your Jericho. The people that you must, that I, I am, at least I know, I'm going to get an amen from Sister Gillian, you know, my Sister Jane's, I know, those, those ones who are smiling, smiling are the ones who I know might be tempted to throw in an amen or say, Pastor, I hear you. But anyway, you, the, can, the next kind of people you need to meet are the correctors. People who will correct you. Ah, yeah, yeah. People who will correct you. Sister Gillian, if you can, Open the book of Exodus, chapter 18, verse 17 and nine to 19, you know. Open the book of Exodus, chapter 18, 17 to 19. I know some people are saying, Pastor, please move on with this point very quickly because we want the other points. No, 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 no. We are going to stay here. We are going to pack on this thing. I'm going to unpack it for you. And even if you don't say amen, I know right now we've got 100 comments there. I know we have that, but... but but we will, we will get there. Sister, Sister Gillian, please read for us that. Exodus chapter 18, 17 to 19. Exodus 18, 17 to 19. Sorry, I've just... You, you and the people with you will certainly wear yourselves out, for the thing is too heavy for you. You are not able to do it alone. Now obey my voice. 
I will give you advice and God be with you. You shall represent the people before God and bring their cases to God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Exodus chapter 18, 17, 19. In fact, from verse 17, it says, Moses father-in-law his name was Jethro I know that in-law sometimes puts people off so I'm just going to use the word <laughs> Jethro <laughs> I know somebody say oh by the way oh my mother-in-law oh me no 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 I'm not talking about that I'm just talking about somebody saying oh I get the revelation oh here is where the in-laws like no 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 there's no revelation there but you know it is just a very simple thing here it says it says <laughs> Moses father-in-law was called Jethro Jethro saw how Moses was Moses who had had the Ten Commandments. Moses who had met God face to face. Moses who was the spiritual leader. He was the army commander. He, he was the head of government. He did everything powerfully. He was, number, he was above the law. You know, he was the, the one who, as in, if he speaks, his word is final. And I like, the reason I'm saying that is in the midst of how far high you're gone, you need somebody who the Bible says, it says, Moses' father in law replied, What you are doing is not good. Nice. Sister Elizabeth, imagine if I come to your house and say, What you are doing <laughs> is not good. You, you might tell me, Who are you to talk to me like that in my house? You know, but I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just saying what what the, the but Moses was told, what you are doing. In as much as you're our leader, in as much as you're anointed, what you are doing is not good. And that's why, you know, sometimes people don't understand my relationship with Pastor Tony. We go a long way. Because sometimes when he doesn't understand, I say, Rafa, I'm not understanding this thing, you know? Are you sure you're doing the correct thing? Even me, if there's something I don't understand, I say, Pastor Tony, you know, you say this and this, you know? You, you need somebody who can be able to speak to you and you don't take offense. He says, what you are doing is not good. And the Bible says, he was then given a solution. You see, watch this. I'm saying that a lot, watch this. I don't know where I got that from. Because it is not enough just to be told what you are doing is not good. Give me a solution. Give me a pattern. Give me something that I can reference with. So Moses was told, the way you are going, the, the way you are leading these people, you will, they will kill you. They will destroy you. So sometimes God allows people who can come and speak over your life. So that tells me you have to be teachable. Somebody type there, teachable. Teachable. You have to be somebody who is very teachable. In order for you to progress in your Jericho, you have to be open and teachable. Because the Bible says he was told, what you are doing is not good. You know? <laughs> Pastor Tony, maybe when we, when we have the in-house, I don't know why I, I, I'm stuck on that. When we start going back to the to the <laughs> to the church in the in the hotel, those who who maybe were very active on Zoom, that we may not necessarily see them. Let me look up so you don't think I'm talking about you. That we may not necessarily see them <laughs> in the service. <laughs> maybe Pastor Tony, we may need to send that message. Say what you are doing is not good. You know, maybe if you're stuck in your bed, we might just send that. That that or maybe we may just caption this this small message here, and then we throw it as a WhatsApp before they say what you are doing is not good. Moses was told what you are listen. Moses was serving God. He was not sinning. He was doing. But you need somebody who can come and speak to you and say, by the way, 
what you're doing is not good and they offer you a solution. So in your journey to Jericho, as I bring this to an end, as, as you flourish there, you need somebody who can speak over your life, who can correct you and tell you what you are doing is not good. I can see some people saying, Pastor, quickly move to the next point. No, 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 no. What you are doing is not good. That's what he was told. What you are doing is not good. And the Bible says, he then gave him a formula. Pray that God will send people your way who will give you a blueprint, who will make you see things in a different way, who will make you maybe try something that you've not tried, who will make you, watch this, come out of your comfort zone and try something. Don't say, oh, no, this is how we do it. No, no, my grandfather did this, my, my grandma. No, no, no. Maybe where we are now, the dispensation allows us to be able to look at things differently. What I want God to send people in my life who, who believe in me, who support me, and when I'm doing something that's not correct, they will come and tell me, Pastor Raphael, what you are doing is not good or is not profitable. Or if you do it that way, you take it the wrong way. In the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm moving to the next point. I know some people are saying amen. Yeah, God has heard your prayer. Now, you also need, I, I, I'm not sure to, if, if this can be the last one or the next one. Father, how should I go? Let me talk about this one here. The Bible says, Quickly read for us the book of, uh, I need to close in about six minutes. Read for us the book of Genesis chapter 41. I decided to read the, this whole thing. Genesis chapter 41, chapter uh, verse 9 to 15. Genesis, Carib, you're there, read for us. This. Genesis 41, um, chapter, sorry, Genesis chapter 41, verse 9 to 15. You need the recommenders. You need the recommenders. Genesis chapter 41. <laughs> Um, verse 9 to 15. Carrie, you're there. Go ahead. Um, Genesis 41, uh, 9 to 15, uh, New King James Version. Then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh, saying, I remember my faults this day. When Pharaoh was angry with, with his servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker, we each had a dream in one night, he and I. Each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. Now there was a young Hebrew man with us, with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man he interpreted according to his own dream. And he came to pass, just as he interpreted for us, so it happened, he restored me to my office and he hugged him. Then Pharaoh sent, uh, then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon, and he shaved, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. Amen. Amen. The Bible says the chief battle, the one servant, remembered Joshua, uh, remember Joseph and say to Pharaoh, you need somebody who can recommend you. You need somebody who can recommend you, somebody who can speak good of you. When there's a position, someone say, oh, I know somebody who can fill the position. When they're looking for somebody who can do a contract, someone say, no, 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 I know somebody who has got this company that does that. You need somebody who can be able to recommend you. Pray that in, your, in this season, God, send me recommenders. Send me people who will recommend me. Send me, and this is, the, the thing about this as well is that sometimes the people who go, who 
who will be um, who God will use are the people who maybe you are at the lowest, are the people who maybe you didn't expect something good to come from. So that is why don't despise people because you don't know who can be able to help you. But the Bible says um, he remembered Joseph. I like that. Father, send people who will remember me when, when promotion is being spoken. Send people who remember me when blessings are being distributed. Send people who will remember me. This is your prayer today. Send people who remember me when, when people are discussing lifting, when people are discussing blessing, when people are discussing promotion, when people are discussing strategy, when people are discussing houses, they're discussing jobs, when people are discussing careers, send those people my way in the name of Jesus. May that be your portion. Send me people who will remember me when, 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 when government is opening opportunities, when, when, when tenders are being discussed, when, when blessings are being spoken. Send me people who will, who will remember me, who will remember my name when, when, when footballers are being mentioned and my children can play. Send me people who will remember me in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. When things are being distributed, when good is being distributed, send me people who... What is as well when people when when also bad things are being said send me send me people who can speak on my behalf when I'm not there they can say no 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 the person you're talking to is not that and the Bible says he remembered Joseph he remembered Joseph may God send recommenders people who will come and recommend you people who will come and lift you people who, who when when good is being spoken they're in the right place at the right time when a matter that concerns you is is spoken may that be your portion in other words this week from this week i start to prophesy to you may you start getting called you never expected may somebody say we were in this place and they were talking about this and your name came into my mind when they're talking about this kind of may you get strange calls that are designed to lift you that are designed to catapult you that are designed to push you to the next level. When they're talking about growth, when they're talking about development, when they're talking about um, a promotion, may that be your portion in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, he remembered Joseph. May, you, may your good be remembered. Anything that you do for the sake of God, may that be remembered. The sacrifices you made towards the vision, towards your family, towards the church, the prayers that you made at night that nobody remembers, the, 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 the involvement that you did. When people are discussing about faithfulness and commitment and they're looking for somebody, may that be you. May that be your name. May your name be called. Why? Because you've built a track record and you've built a CV in the name of Jesus. I, 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 I would have gone ahead. I want to just say the last one here. And then there are some that I didn't mention, but I'll just quickly say, may God send to you people who are loyal. May God send for you lovers of God, people who believe in the things of God. May God send for you people who are reliable. May, may, in other words, people you can count on when, when it's required the most. Now, the last group of people is what I want to close on here today. You know, I needed to finish this message, but, but next, actually, on Friday, on Friday and Sunday, we, we are going to really, 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 really push hard. And especially on Sunday, do whatever you need to do not to miss. Share this, this um, YouTube video to, to somebody who is not here. And, and if this message is blessing you so far, just type amen. Amen simply means so be it. And you're not doing that for me to feel as though I'm, I'm no, no, you're doing that. You're saying, Father, I'm saying amen because you're sending me correctors. You're sending me um, um, givers. You're sending, you're sending for me prayer conquerors. You're, you're sending people who recommend me. You're sending people who will encourage me. You're sending me a, a Barnabas. Send me Barnabas. So when you're saying amen, you're saying, 
Barnabas, come my way. If you're, if you're saying amen, you're saying Joshua and ah, those will help me lift things are coming my way. Destiny helpers are coming my way. You know, you're, you're sending for me givers like Mary Magdalene, people who will give and support what I'm doing. They're coming my way. You're sending for me prayer conquerors in Jesus' name. You're sending for me recommenders. Now, the last group of people, um, you know what? I will, I will post this message on, on our church WhatsApp group. I'll, I'll, I'll post it on the chat WhatsApp group so that some of you can, 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 you know, preach it better than I do, you know, feel free to preach it, you know, um, uh, you, you can, you can do your Facebook live, you say, you say, praise God, I've never done Facebook live, but God spoke to me on Sunday, you know, we are going to talk to you about, you know, the faith, that is fine, you know, the word of God needs to be shared, but the last group I want to talk about here, and, 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 and I close on this, time has gone a bit, but just allow me to finish with this, um, Brother Elijah, let me bring gender balance. Read the book of 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse, 2 Samuel 23 and verse 13 to 17. Uh, this is a full message by itself, but I want to just pull something and then we close. Are you being blessed, Brother Elijah? Um, 2 Samuel chapter 23, if 2 Samuel 23, 13 to 17. You need to mute. We cannot hear you. Are you able to mute? Yes, I have muted now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll mute now. Yeah. Uh, then three of the 30 chief men went down to went down at harvest time and came to David at the cave of Adullam. And the troop of Philistines encamped in the valley of Lephem. David was then in the stronghold and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David said with longing, oh, that someone would give me a drink of water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. And he said, far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Is this not the blood of the men who went in jeopardy of their lives? Therefore, he would not drink it. Amen. These things were done by three mighty men. Yes, thank you so much. I'm praying, uh, and, I, and I need to finish right now. I know this message can go on and on, but I need to bring this to May God send for you three mighty men. The Bible says these people risk their lives because David just said, I am thirsty. David just said, you know, guys, he, he didn't even say go there, but they risked their life. They broke through the camp. They were willing to die. May God send you people who will who will who will stand with you, people who will do whatever needs to, to do, who are willing to risk their lives so that whatever you need to do will be achieved. May that be the portion of you. Three mighty men who in, in fact what they did was too powerful, but David said, No, 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 I cannot take this. It is too much. I want to pray even right now. Please stretch forth your hand. Name of Jesus. Wherever you are, stretch forth your hands in the name of Jesus. 
Father, I'm asking that today in the name of Jesus, send these people that we have spoken to. Send them. Father, send. Send the encouragers. Somebody here needs encouragement. Father, I pray you send encouragement to them. Send them. Somebody who needs to get them. Father, send people who will make sure that that is done. Father, send the destiny helpers, people who can provide folders if they can write a thing. Send the givers, people who support the work, like Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus, send, send people who prepare conquerors, people who will be like Mary, the mother of John, who are mm -hmm. able to open a house so that people can come and pray. Father, mm -hmm. I ask that Lord send, send these people. Send people who will come, they recommend us. These are people who remember you when good is being spoken. Father, send them to this church. Send them to your life. Send them to my life. Send them to your business, whatever you do. People who will speak in the name of Jesus. Send them to us. People who will be able to help us when things are not going correct. People will be able to help us and tell us what you're doing is not good. Father, send us so that we can also have like, like something that is like a, a teachable spirit where we can have balance in our journey. Then for us, committed people, people who are willing to risk even their lives to make sure that our purposes are fulfilled. Father, I bless this blessing. I pray for everybody watching me here today. Bless mm. them, keep them, be with them in whatever they do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Somebody say amen and amen and amen. Mm.